In this episode, I'm going to share another draft chapter from the book I'm writing, Building the Invincible You. This is 23. It's about practicing gratitude. I have a quote from Brene Brown. A good life happens when you stop and are grateful for the extraordinary moments that so many of us just steamroll over to try to find those extraordinary moments. I'm Larry Cornett, and this is Invincible Life. So if you go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me.me, this is book chapter Practicing Gratitude, issue number 50. Uh, and as I said, this is uh, chapter 23. It's from the book I've been writing, Building the Invincible You. And in this book, I share a framework and strategies for amplifying your power and your work in life regaining your freedom to spend more of your time the way you wish you could, building the future you want for yourself and your loved ones. So I've been lucky enough to meet a few people who I would characterize as having invincible careers and invincible lives. Some are wealthy. Some are happy with what I call, quote, having enough. You know, I talk about this a lot. Do you have enough? But you might even consider some of them to be poor. You know, they don't have a lot of money. However, they all are happy, fulfilled, and grateful for what they have. They are thankful for the people in their lives and the help they have received over the years. They are thankful to wake up every morning and have another day to keep moving forward with their pursuits. Gratitude is an essential component of living an invincible life. Invincible people don't complain and they don't wish they had more. They don't compare themselves to others. Many of them would describe their success as just being lucky. Now, I know <laughs> how hard they worked, but they're pretty humble about it. You know, some will say, oh, I've just been lucky, I guess. I was in the right place at the right time. Or, I was lucky enough to work with some amazing people. Or, life has been good to me. I can't complain. The thing is, I know how hard life was for some of these people. They are grateful despite the setbacks they've encountered. The tragedies they have experienced and the pain they have endured. If this sounds like I'm expressing some sense of moral superiority, let me be clear that I have personally struggled with practicing gratitude. For most of my life, I felt dissatisfied. Dissatisfied with my job. 
dissatisfied with my financial situation, dissatisfied with my environment, you know, where I lived, dissatisfied with my relationships. However, I was dissatisfied with myself more than anything, which was why I was dissatisfied with everything else. That's really what it is, right? When someone's unhappy and they're upset with everyone, they're really upset with themselves. I felt disappointed with my achievements and my career progress. I always wanted more. I've been disappointed by my physical achievements too. You know, I talk about lifting weights and I'm always disappointed by how slow the progress seems. I always felt like I was behind and struggling to catch up. And I think that's part of being a late bloomer. I am definitely a late bloomer. I wrote a long article about that. So that's linked in this book chapter. If you go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me, you can uh, find that article. I talk a lot about late bloomers. I mean, the reality was I was ungrateful, as many of us sometimes are. Our drive and ambitious ambition makes us look ahead and want more. But we rarely stop, look around, and realize how much we have achieved what we have already acquired and what we should be enjoying in our lives right here and now. As I grow older, I realize what matters most. And it's not money. It's not material possessions. It's not title. It's not status. The things that matter most to me are family, friends, health, and freedom. I talk about freedom a lot. Now, I work hard to appreciate all those things, and I protect them fiercely. I'm increasingly grateful for what I already have. Am I still ambitious? Sure. There are many things that I want to achieve but I no longer ignore or devalue the wonderful things already in my life. I see them with fresh eyes and it makes every day better. Practicing gratitude will make you happier and healthier. It will improve your relationships. It will ground you and help you appreciate every day on your fantastic journey to achieve everything you want in life. And I've got, uh, I think, four quotes here from some folks talking about this. I I think they're kind of cool. One from Agatha Christie. You may have heard of her. Always when I woke up, I had the feeling, which I am sure must be natural to all of us, a joy in being alive. And then one from Marcus Aurelius. When you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. 
someone a little less serious, Jim Carrey. Every morning I wake up saying, I'm still alive. A miracle. And so I keep on pushing. And then finally, Mary Oliver. It is a serious thing just to be alive on this fresh morning in this broken world. So I want to talk a little bit about the power of gratitude. There is power in the expression of gratitude. Research has shown that feeling grateful is associated with greater happiness, joy, and optimism. And I've linked this research. If you go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me, you can check it out. It's associated with better coping skills to defer stress. You know, push that stress off a little bit. Maybe don't even feel it. It'd be kind of nice. Improved progress toward personal goals. Enhanced self-esteem. Who doesn't want more self-esteem? Increased generosity and empathy. Building and maintaining stronger social relationships. That's not a big surprise, is it? Better physical health, fewer aches and pains, deeper sleep. And then finally, higher levels of alertness, enthusiasm, attentiveness, determination, and energy. Not bad. Now, if you'd like to learn more about personal gratitude, there are plenty of articles online. There are entire books on this topic, right? This is just one book chapter that I've written. Um, I did link an article that has several excellent suggestions for expressing gratitude, how to be more mindful, and they have some uh, gratitude challenges. And I'm going to talk about that towards the end of this uh, podcast. And I don't need to tell you how to show your friends and loved ones you're grateful. I'm guessing you know how to do that. I hope you know how to do that. But... I think we sometimes forget to extend this to the people we work with daily and those we encounter professionally. So I want to talk a little bit about how to express gratitude professionally. Gratitude is an extraordinary tool for helping you build and maintain an invincible career. You know, I often talk about an invincible life. I talk about an invincible career. It's a lot of what my coaching practice is about. Work isn't only about you leveraging your personal talents, skills, and knowledge in isolation. You know, you don't work alone. It's also about building strong relationships with colleagues. And you might think gratitude is gratitude. I already see a lot of expressions of it in the workplace. Hey, look, we got your pizza for lunch. <laughs> but is it really the type of genuine gratitude that leads to the many benefits that I listed earlier? I don't think so. In my decades of professional experience, I have seen little of it. Very little of genuine gratitude. Sure, people will say cursory, thank you, when you help them or you complete a task. Leaders send that email blast to the entire company right around the end of the year to tell everyone how much they appreciate all their hard work. And usually to also remind you, hey, there's more hard work ahead. 
Your boss might even say, hey, well done, when you complete a project early. And I'm not talking about the lazy leader approach or the knee-jerk thanks from a coworker. I'm talking about a meaningful and personal expression of gratitude for someone that you work with that shows you really know them and how they've positively impacted your life. You can begin by making a list of people you would like to acknowledge. For example, and I, I shared a link for this, you can export your LinkedIn connections to capture all of your professional contacts. Brings it down in a CSV. You can put it into a spreadsheet, you know, Excel or Numbers or Google Sheets, and use it as a starting point for a simple relationship management tool. So you can use that spreadsheet, you can add more names. There's probably people you are professionally connected with that might not be in your LinkedIn network. You can add columns for other information, like who that person is, how you met them, what they do, the influence they've had on your life. And then add columns to track when you last contacted them and the method of communication. Did you send them an email just to say thanks? So I want to talk about nine types of people you may want to reconnect with to express your professional gratitude. Doing this will also boost the power of your network and those professional relationships. More importantly, this act of appreciation, this gratitude, it's good for both of you. One is past educators. Do you have a teacher or professor who made a difference in your life? Have you told them how much they helped you or influenced your career path? I'm sure they'd love to hear from you. I know it's probably been quite a few years since you last saw them, but it's never too late to express gratitude. For example, I left a thank you note on one professor's office door a few years ago. I was on campus with my kids showing them around. And I hadn't been back in a long time. <laughs> long time. He was a terrific educator. He's won major awards ever since then. Uh, who guided me in pursuing graduate school. Without him and his advice, I never probably would have gone to graduate school. And I hadn't seen him in about 27 years. Long time. <laughs> But it felt good to acknowledge it and to let him know how much it meant to me. You know, so I put a note on his door. Uh, number two, past bosses. Think back and remember your bosses and managers who contributed to your achievements and professional growth. Take a moment to write some thoughts about how they helped you and how much you appreciate that. Then let them know. You could tell them in person if you still see this person. You could send them an email. You could even mail a physical thank you note. Remember those? I mean, I can count on one hand the leaders I've worked for who really made a positive difference in my life. I sent a message to one person to tell them how much I appreciated what they did for me, even though it had been 20 years ago. <laughs> Guess what? They were happy to hear from me and it made their day. They said it made their day. I mean, there's no, there's no expiration date on this. 
Number three, past colleagues. Similarly, I'm sure there are some fantastic colleagues and coworkers from your past. You probably enjoyed working with a few people and remember them fondly. Well, it's time to let them know. I know we sometimes feel too shy to express gratitude in person. It becomes more comfortable with time and distance. But take the time to do it. People always appreciate the gesture. Number four, past employees. This is if you're a manager or you're a leader. Even if someone no longer works for you, you can still tell them you appreciate what they did for you and the team. Expressing gratitude to an employee doesn't stop when their employment with you ends. Most of us work in pretty small industries and our paths cross again. If you enjoyed working with someone, let them know. It's even easier when they're no longer in your team since you can be completely open about it. You have no worries about playing favorites with your current employees. Number five, current leaders. So it is undoubtedly a little more challenging (laughs) to express genuine gratitude to your current manager or more senior leaders in your organization. You do not want to look like you're kissing up or trying to curry favor. You should only do this if you genuinely mean it. This isn't a chance to kiss up. This is only if you really mean it and have specific examples of what you appreciate about them. In some ways, you can look at this as coaching your boss. You're providing positive feedback and letting them know that something they've done is noticed and valued. As a leader, I can tell you it's rare for an employee to thank you for the role you play. Insincere flattery happens all too often, and it gets old. I always appreciated genuine gratitude when it came with constructive feedback that could help guide my leadership development. I mean, we already get enough negative feedback, believe me. Uh, Number six, current employees. Again, Expressing genuine gratitude for your current employees is more challenging. But you can think of this as almost like a performance review with only the positive feedback element. Do not take this time to add areas for improvement. Don't do that. Save that for the official performance review. Describe why you are grateful for each employee, you know, either in a one-on-one conversation or a message. Don't do the lazy email blast to the entire team. Don't say, thank you all for the amazing effort this quarter, everyone. (sighs) No one believes that. So make it personal. Share examples of things the employee has done that make you glad they are on your team. Number seven, current colleagues. Expressing gratitude to your current colleagues is a little easier than to your boss or employees. It's not as tricky to navigate. Think about the coworkers you enjoy working with and value. Of course, it can be people in your organization, but don't forget people in other organizations who have supported you. For example, I've been lucky to work with some fantastic people in HR, recruiting, PR, marketing, legal, 
community, sales, etc. I mean, work is stressful. (laughs) People love hearing that they've made a difference and that you appreciate them. Number eight, advisors, mentors, and coaches. It may seem obvious that you should also thank any advisors, mentors, and coaches who have guided you during your career. But you'd be surprised by the number of mentees who never express gratitude. I was just talking about this with somebody who does some mentoring and they said, you know, I spent all this time on calls with these people and they didn't even say, thanks. (laughs) I mean, some people forget that advisors and mentors often take time out of their busy schedules to help others for free. They are doing you a huge favor. So if you've been fortunate enough to have someone play this role for you, it makes sense to let them know how much you appreciate them. Just send a quick message. You could say, hi, I don't know if I've ever fully expressed how grateful I am for your mentoring. Thank you for taking the time to give me feedback and help guide me in my career decisions. I appreciate your help. That's it. Very short email. Number nine, friends in your professional community. Finally, I hope you have friends you appreciate in your professional life. I mean, I have what I call my inner circle of trusted people who are my confidants. Everyone needs people like that to turn to for advice, feedback, and yeah, sometimes even sympathy. Work can be rough at times, so it's helpful to have friends in your profession and industry who get it and they can commiserate from time to time. Let them know you're grateful for their friendship and appreciate them. Hopefully they already kind of know this, but everyone enjoys being appreciated. So then a little bit about expressing my gratitude. Uh, Another quote from Brene Brown. I don't have to chase extraordinary moments to find happiness. It's right in front of me if I'm paying attention and practicing gratitude. And writing this chapter allowed me to reflect on what I'm grateful for in my life. I mean, I need this exercise just as much as anyone else. And... Yeah, lately I've been feeling a little more down than usual. I mean, this kind of happens. I've been dealing with empty nest syndrome. (laughs) I've been feeling more frustrated, irritated, stressed. So I took a few minutes and I captured my thoughts on gratitude and the good things in my life. And here are a few things that came to mind. I'm grateful to you. Thank you for making time in your schedule to listen to my podcast. I appreciate that. I know you have a busy life. Everybody does. So I want you to know that I appreciate you giving me some of your valuable attention. I'm grateful to my clients. They are why I created my business and I hope to keep serving them for many years to come. I'm grateful to my loving wife. I'm grateful for my amazing children. They are truly amazing. I'm grateful for my health. You know, I work out every day. I try to take care of myself and... Knock on wood, so far I've been healthy. I'm grateful that I can work and provide for my family. I'm grateful I created a business I love that allows me to work remotely. And that's the whole point of being what I call an invincible solopreneur. That's another business that I run. It's great to set your own schedule and be able to work remotely and not be pulled back into an office. I'm grateful to my loving parents who I just visited a couple of weeks ago. 
who raised me to be very independent. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm probably like this. And I, uh, left the corporate world over 13 years ago. They raised me this way. And they also showed me how to be a good father through their actions. And finally, I'm grateful for the friends who have stuck by my side as my life and career have changed over the years. And it's changed a lot. You know, thank you again for listening. I appreciate you. So a little bit about feeling grateful for what you have. If you're listening to this podcast, if you read the book that I'm publishing, you definitely have some reasons to feel grateful. If nothing else, you have access to the means by which to read the book and to listen to this podcast. You have a computer, you have a smartphone, people are going to purchase the book, maybe read it on a Kindle. There's some good reasons to be grateful there. And I'm sure you probably have many more reasons to feel grateful, but I don't know you. I don't know you. So I can't go much beyond just some assumptions like that. And I do too, but sometimes I forget how lucky I am and the many wonderful things I have in my life. I should feel grateful every minute of every day, but I frequently feel lacking. As I mentioned earlier, I'm sometimes disappointed in myself, impatient for faster results and always wanting something more. I want my business to grow faster. I want more subscribers for my newsletter and for this podcast. I want more podcast listeners. I want more people in my community that I'm building. I want to write more books. I'm always wanting to write more books. I just want everything to progress more quickly and smoothly. And if you're ambitious and driven, you tend to focus most on what you don't have and what you want to achieve. You get frustrated by the gap between reality and your expectations. It's easy to fall into the trap of, woe is me, why can't my life be like someone else's life, right? It's okay to be ambitious. Push yourself to achieve extraordinary things and want more out of your life and your career. But it becomes a problem if you focus too much on your frustrations and you end up whining and complaining, even if it's just inside your own head. It's unhealthy to dwell on what you don't have and lose sight of how much you do have and how lucky you are. Things could always be worse. Always. I wish it wasn't true. I remember somebody telling me that they're like, Oh, it can always be worse. And they were right. <laughs> it can always, be, it can always be worse. And many, many people have it way worse than you or I do. And we sometimes lose sight of that. Practicing gratitude will improve your personal life. It's an essential tool for building and maintaining an invincible life. So what are you thankful for? I want to challenge you, dear listener, to capture everything for which you feel thankful. Some people engage in gratitude journaling every single day. And I encourage you to try doing this at least once. You may discover the benefits of doing it feel so good that you'll want to continue to do it, to practice gratitude more frequently. Maybe not daily, but maybe once a week. As I mentioned earlier, some challenges ask you to reach out to people and express your gratitude to them and what they've done for you. It's, it's up to you if you'd like to do that. However, just simply take 15 to 20 minutes for this exercise and reflect on your life. I like to use a paper notebook so you don't get distracted by uh, your electronic devices. 
and just capture a list of positive things that pop into your head. And it gets easier the more you do this. Some examples might include you have loved ones who care about you. Or maybe you have loved ones you care about. You have a job. You have a place to live. You're able to afford food. You have a vehicle you can use to get to work or you can take a train or a bus. You have clothing to wear. You have friends. You have your health, hopefully. And if you're listening to this, if you're hearing my words, you're alive. You're still alive. And that's an amazing thing. Some of my friends lost loved ones over the past few years. Many lost their jobs this year because of the economic conditions. Some even lost their homes. Some have lost their homes. I know I'm thankful to have many good things in my life, even if it has been challenging and painful at times. I hope you feel the same way. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck with pursuing the life of your dreams so you can be happier, healthier, and more fulfilled.